This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? There was more slime in my neighborhood. What do you mean? And there was people trying to <laughs> tell me that it wasn't exist. I finally got a picture of some of it. The problem you did. is that the pink slime. Uh huh. Someone sent me a message about dog mold slime, dog vomit mold. Ugh. And it was sort of similar to that in terms of it was a fusion color, but then it sort of burnt into a, the ground and sort of like a brown scorch. How many dogs have to be vomiting on your street on a regular basis in order for it to create enough slime to bubble through your sewers? This is what I'm saying. Is That's that a lot of dog vomit. I think there's a bigger there's issue a lot here of than the slime. I'm going to hold up this picture to the camera. Okay. And you tell me what you think this shit is. All right. Well, it before does look like throw up. Okay, well, you're doing that. Let me say this is Side Stories. Welcome to the show, everyone. I am Ben Kissel, Henry Zabrowski over there. You might hear a third voice. That's producer Travis Morningstar. Yes. yes! And <laughs> I promise you, he is, a, he is an adult. Um, all right, I'm looking at a picture of the slime. It is like Gary Busey's toilet. I do not know what's going on there. It is, it's not pink. It's a definitely a dark brown. It's an amber. Well, this is an orange. This is closer to an orange. And the other, there has been several of these. Now, this is next to a wine bottle. So this could be straight up wino markings. <laughs> oh, I see. Could, there, there has been puddles of it all over the neighborhood. The slime gang has had nothing good yet to report. Right. They don't really seem to enjoy how often I ask them about information on it. Well, because it's, it's pretty much they come and see me. They're like, "Hi, Henry. Hi, dude." I'm like, "Did you find you slime?" <laughs> right. And they see, are now getting weary of me when it's being like, "Well, what if I'm the only person who's vigilant in this fucking neighborhood about the slime?" I'm starting to get a shot. I want to get a shovel. Right. And I put a shovel in my car, which is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That if I see it when I'm around, I'm just going to start digging it up and throwing it into the sewer grates because I'm sick of it being on the street. Again, this is a little bit Zimmerman-ish. You're, no, it's, but not. it's a little dangerous. You're messing with fire here. Just, a, a, no just a, a touch. Yes, very good. You sound like a true detective, like a, a world-weary well, police chief who's going to get to the bottom of this. It is obvious yeah. we need the Hardy Boys to solve this. You need a ragtag group of friends that are loosely, that live uh, you know, relatively close together. Maybe one's going through a divorce. Maybe one doesn't like their father because he's a weatherman. They need to come together, and they need to figure out what's going on with the slime. This is what I'm looking for. I just keep finding these other happily married couples. So no one wants to go down these fucking loopholes, these fucking down, these weird fucking holes with me because they they don't want to see what's on the other side. Of course. But I know that there's something weird fucking going on. I, I believe you, buddy. And I'm sure at some point when you continue to update us here on Side Stories, you will get to the bottom of where the slime is coming from. And I can only hope you live to tell the tale. All I know is, is that if it wasn't affecting my dog... 
because my dog finds the slime at night and she likes to lick at the edges of it. And I don't notice to <laughs> half the time because it's in the middle of the dark and I can't see what of she's course. doing. So I got to drag her. So that's the problem. It's starting to fuck with my family. Yes. I will Who's say. Who's ever doing this? You want to fuck with my family? In, in, if we are doing Dog Talk Corner, my dog Puffin is channeling his inner YouTube star and he's just eating a lot of cigarette butts, apparently. Hell yeah. And uh, <laughs> he's like that guy who ate glass and I think he ended up dying, but he had a lot of followers. On YouTube. But, yeah, but Puffin is also, she's from fucking prison. He is, yes. When when Wendy licks the puddle of slime, the yuck puddle, does Wendy's eyes turn black and like a kind of beyond the black rainbow kind of thing? Is no, she, she hasn't gotten bigger. She's not uh, She's not turning into Bebop or Rocksteady like we talked about well, the last time. I wish. Then, I, right. then I suggest that you taste it yourself and get to the No, bottom. no one, don't taste to, it. Like, like a true homicide detective, yes. like when you see white powder on the fucking table. Yeah, no, but you this go, is not cocaine. cocaine. It, they, they don't go up and lick the blood off the ste- mm. off the Wait, bodies. Is, what, what do we got here? Mm, yeah. Tastes like homicide. Corn. Mm-hmm. Street vomit. Street vomit. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, we have a bunch of fun stories to get to today. Next week, we're going to do a story on the Chinese uh, spy program, or it's a, it's basically a social credit program. We're going to do a deeper dive on that next week. But this week, we got a bunch of fun, more I guess more fun stories than that. And we also have an update on Henry's alien story. Well, the, the this social networking sort of uh, status credit report which we're going to get into next week is oh, harrowing it is brutal. it is literally legitimately black mirror yep. but we figured that before we talked about it we wanted to actually know what we were talking about <sighs> so we're going to do some research never stopped us before <laughs> i know i don't know why i'm changing now uh, sunspot <laughs> observatory uh so last week which has now happened to us a couple times I mean, it's the day of the week we choose to release, but right. we just missed the final scoop mm-hmm. on the closing of the Sunspot Observatory, and it is, in fact, it seems to be child pornography. Okay, now- <laughs> well, hold on a second. So all of this stuff, they raided this entire building. They forced all of the people out of the building. They quarantined the building, and you're telling me it's because someone was channeling their inner Peter Townsend and looking up child pornography. I mean, it is technically funny. But not funny. Not funny so at, at all. So at night, so they were coming back. In, they what the what the chief observer found a laptop open in the morning, full of child porn, just like oh my goodness out like which is I mean honestly we're not even going to use an incognito window. I close and every window no matter what I'm looking at when I leave the house. And I, it's never child porn. It's well, normally di- different sneakers, right? Um, various alien fucking rabbit holes I'm in, and sneakers. Yes, absolutely. Um, different kind of uh, recipes for that wonderful Polish soup that's cold. Borscht. Yes. Some people are saying hot, but then you're from some other region. Okay. So with uh, solar, uh, so what happened is so... They left this computer open, a okay. bunch of porn in it. They're like, Ugh. well, who was here last night? They're like, well, we don't know. Janitor comes in. Uh-oh. They're like, oh, janitor's here all night. And janitor does this fucking bit, apparently, where he walked in and he said, I seem to be missing some computer supplies, some oh. some cleaning, <laughs> some cleaning materials. Uh, that were here in this office. They're like, we don't know what you're talking about, janitor. They said they he spent the rest of the day tearing things apart, being like, people are getting in here at night. 
There's some kind of security lapse. Oh, my God. I, I'm going to tell you, all of these cameras here, decoys, and you know what they're showing? You know what they're showing here is that people are coming in here stealing our internet at night, and I don't know who is doing it. Oh, my I God. I don't know who is doing it. You know, and eventually they realize it was him. I just feel bad for every hardworking, good janitor that would be, if they lived in your neighborhood, they would be out there right now mopping up that slime because these stories, they 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 have they hang a cloud over all janitors, even the prestigious, wonderful ones. Well, again, to not to uh, maybe uh, you know malign a janitor, but I it is unfortunately it. true. I don't want to malign janitors. I believe that janitor, being a janitor is a sacred job. We trust you with our toilets. Yes, they are the greatest civil servants in the nation. Are the janitors? I have immense amount of respect for them. Ninety-seven percent of them are guilty of sex crimes. That's not That's true. Not, I don't want to lie. Un- that is untrue. That is, uh, I would three percent, three just less than uh, than the Catholic Church. That's what I, I would don't say. know, man. I don't know. All right, because they're always around dookie smells. No, which, well, unfortunately. What comes down to, though, is that it's straight out of a page of the U.S. government's defense tactics is uh-huh. to also smear people with child porn. So then oh. the problem is that it also makes all of my fucking conspiracy theory bells ring that they then just blamed it all on this janitor. But unfortunately, it probably is the janitor's fault. Right. And he probably did kind of in a haze of, I understand, like, I am the least reasonable mm-hmm. I am all day. In the the uh, the minute before I come, sure, sure, and I feel like somewhere in there, in that cloud of your horrible perversion, right? You just left the laptop out. Yeah, but it does just, seem. I mean, but afterwards, they, you know, it's a common joke. There's a lot of stand-up comedians talking about this kind of humor. Afterwards, your mind is very clear. You would think the janitor, you know, what he knows how to do clean. Why clean would he clean, hit the X? It's the easiest cleanup job you would have all night. All you literally had to do was at least close the laptop. Yeah. At least. But apparently, so when they they threatened to fire him, I actually don't know the whole thing because I was reading this to Natalie and she was like, so they didn't call the police? Yeah. It seems like they they sort of. They threatened to fire him? They didn't. They didn't. This isn't a fireable offense or. They apparently just fired him. Okay. And then he came back threatening, threatening to execute everyone at the post office and the observatory, which just made them shut it down. So it wasn't the fact that this man was looking at child porn, obviously horrible. Well, that's it was the it fact, But it was the fact that he came back and threatened to shoot everybody up in the office building. That's why they cleared everybody out. It seems to be it's a combo. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes a little bit more sense to me now. Okay, it's all coming together. He quite he caused he caused quite a stir. I guess at the observatory. Good Lord, that there was should, there should have been that attention should have been focused on aliens or solar flares, but instead it was some form of Melrose Place drama oh, that my. was happening in there. Let's put a let's put a pin in this. What's the final statement coming from the Sunspot Observatory? Well, their final comment here is something along the lines of, well, we are open up for business again, and we've got tours available September 29th. Bring your whole family. Not your whole family. Might not be super safe. Bring your grandparents. They're going to be the safest people in America. You know, every next, every single person coming in to interview for the janitor job to replace the old janitor is like, me, I hate kids. You know what I love? 
old women. I like them hangers. I want to suck on a woman's titties like it's a bunch of spaghetti. Oh, um, my. Mr. Evans, thank you so much for being here. Um, love your energy. Yeah. I love cleaning toilets so much. It's my dream. You are hired, sir. Hired. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to this story. This involves an Uber driver, and honestly, I think we can all kind of relate to her. Her name is uh, Shanisha Danielle Brown, and she was arrested after she allegedly stabbed two of her passengers after someone threw up in her car. Now, according to passenger Daniel Millard, who was <laughs> using the ride share with two other female passengers, it was just an average ride until Brown allegedly got offended by something one of the riders said rather than one of them getting sick. So what happened here is when you read the story, initially you say, oh, she shouldn't be stabbing passengers. That's not a good thing to do. And we think we can all agree with that. And then you read what was going on with these two girls in the back seat. And they were so unbelievably obnoxious. They did the, I think they got picked up. It was after midnight. They were hammered. And they Mm -hmm. were like, just get us home. Can you just get us home? Take us home immediately. And then she just had enough. And she stabbed the woman, but she did not stab the man because I guess he was smart and quiet. And so I don't even know. I mean, being an Uber driver is stressful enough. Now you got someone vomiting in your car and yelling at you. They they did the classic thing where it's like you're taking a wrong turn, and they counter uh, they counterdict uh, or contradict the uh, you know Google Maps or whatever. One of the women said, "I I paid for a hundred percent of the ride, so I want a hundred percent of the drive." Oh. Hell yeah! That's when this you get will, stabbed. This will get a driver to stab you. They're still drivers after all. That's what you get, man. I. We have to be careful who we push mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in society. I think there's a lot of people that believe that nothing will happen to them. When I see the way people drive out there, where it's like in Atlanta, they'll shoot you in the face. Oh, yeah. If you drive bad. Like, they, if you get out of your car to, like, have a, a on-the-road, uh, we're going to we're gonna fucking fight each other, we're going to do road rage on each right. other. Right, altercation. But those people, yeah, people fucking have guns. Yeah. People are going to fucking kill, people are going to flip out. Everybody wants to believe there's no way she'll nope. ever fucking stab me because I'm a customer, and the customer is always right. But guess what? Sometimes the customer gets stabbed to death. Absolutely. Because the customer's been pushing somebody that's got a knife and it's decided that they don't want to be a, they don't want to have a customer to service provider relationship anymore. To, to be fair as well, if you're an Uber driver, very dangerous job. You got to have a knife or a gun if that's allowed in your, uh, in your state. So of course they're going to be armed. In Grand Theft Auto, if you get five stars, they send a tank and helicopters after you. And if you get below two stars for your Uber rating, they stab you. That's just they the have rules. To. That, that's happens. what happens. So no, no one did die though. To clarify that, no. Damn it. No, that's good. Oh, yeah. it's good that oh, nobody oh, died. Yes. yes. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. Good, so good, this good. is according to the guy. Uh, he just says the Uber driver showed up. We all get in. Everything is fine and dandy. I don't particularly love the phrases everything is fine and dandy but nonetheless that's what he said he said um we are like we're we are like we're going home great um which is a weird quote these people seem very very like oh we're like we're going home and then he says she went down another wrong road and amber said just get us where we are going please and the driver got offended by that and then stopped the car opened up her door (laughs) millard said then brown allegedly made an abrupt stop and yelled what did you say to me then amber said just get us home please and then amber said we paid 100 of the ride for so we paid for 100 of the ride so we want a 100 of the ride (laughs) slam 
scooter brakes again, and she said she doesn't need this. She gets out of the vehicle. Amber is still demanding, please take us to her house. Please take us to her house. <laughs> Authorities claim the women were the women obviously heavily intoxicated. Of course, those yes. were the passengers that were hammered. And one began to vomit in the car at that point. And that's when uh, Brown attempted to kick the riders out, but one didn't oblige. She allegedly pulled out an X-Acto knife and stabbed the woman multiple times. You got to get out of the Uber. This is what I'm saying. This is (laughs) – I'm not going to say it's entirely reasonable, but I will say, like, she asked you to get out of the car. Get out of the car. You just get the fuck out of your car. It's not your car. No. Like, it's this person's car. If someone was in my car and I was asking them to leave and then they didn't do it, the the tension would increase, hopefully not leading to violence. Henry, not only do they not do it, one of your buddies just starts hurling in the back of the car. You're like, you I get out of the be- car. She didn't vomit until she stopped the car and then requested they get out of the car and then she started vomiting. I would turn into Yosemite Sam. <laughs> like, I would do that. My feet would leave the ground. I'd be like, ah, got that freaking freaking brick. Like doing that old cartoony <laughs> tantrum float dance. I would be very dangerous person if this happened. Yes, I, I completely agree. So but I, I, can, I sympathize. You can see her smashing through looking for that fucking exacto uh, knife. She's like, I know I got something to cut a motherfucker right in this motherfucker right here. Just of like, course. Meanwhile, they're like, why are you driving? You're doing a lot more of scramble, 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 and not a lot of turny, turny, turny the wheel. (laughs) Meanwhile, just fucking stab a bitch, stab a bitch, man. uh, We're all guilty of occasionally being bad passengers in an Uber car, but I'll tell you, when the driver says get out, it's time for you to go. Brown was later arrested after being found in a parked car at a gas station. She remains in custody. No one really knows how long she's going to be there. Uber did not um, immediately respond to the people's request. (gasps) What? In a I know. They, were pretty... they weren't ready to jump on that? <laughs> In a statement obtained by the Augusta Chronicle, Uber said, what the police reported is appalling and not tolerated on the Uber app. The driver no longer has access to the app, and we will work with law enforcement to assist with their investigation. So I think she sounds like a great Uber driver to me. I will say Casey Anthony emboldened a lot of people sure and i feel like this is a direct line of the casey anthony line of thought i mean like what are you gonna do about it like it's that it's that tone of also it's also an exacto knife it's such a because you get slashed not really stabbed and it's a brutal like you can see the skin separating like it's a hellraiser or something it's not a good thing to get stabbed with. She also probably asked for the aux cord right after that, too. Oh, I could chomp my music. I always tell the Uber driver to listen to whatever the fuck it is that he wants to or she wants to listen to. Well. Because I don't want to take their their joy away from them. You know, full disclosure, we were coming back. We all, uh, Henry was in town this past weekend on Friday evening. He and Natalie were able to come. And Henry uh, tried on his suit for the wedding, and it sounds like it fit well. It's nice. Very it's nice. very classy. Yeah, and it's very we, classy. We stayed up until around four thirty in the morning at Marcus's mm. place, and I did do exactly what you just said to the Uber driver. I was like, "Can you change the song, man? I really hate this song." I would like channel my little inner Big Lebowski, and I was like, "Don't like the fucking Eagles, man." But unlike kicking me out of the car, um, like that driver did, and that thankfully he did not stab Mr. Lebowski. Um, he just changed the channel to one other station, but then the song that he changed it to, I actually liked worse. But I was like, "Can you change it back?" And then he never touched it again. But technically. It was my fault because I shouldn't have had him do it in the first place. You also asked 
And if the man then turned around and said to you, uh, get out of my car, you'd been like, it's like I never was in. <laughs> I am a person, because the drunker I get, I actually become more pliable. Like, I'm not sure. an unreasonable person. Like, you can pretty roll me out. Like, I turn, I get the bubbles out. I'm unreasonable, but a fun unreasonable. But right. they, I'm very W.C. Fieldsy, where you can just kind of roll me out of there. And the worst I'm going to do is fall asleep back in there. Right. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that you see yourself as a W.C. You see fields kind of drunks, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, how would you view me as a drunk? I don't know. Like, um, oh, I just it's it's hmm. like kind of fun. It's it's fun. It's an it, it's sort of like if Ernest Hemingway never wrote. <laughs> yeah. You know, just yeah, like, hell yeah. I'm a true man. And anger and like, yeah, yeah. We talk <laughs> yeah. about true guy stuff. I think of you as Jim Carrey's fire marshal character from In Living Color. Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> Much safer yeah, okay. though. He doesn't. He doesn't mess around with fire. That's uh, a problem. We got to watch Travis because when Travis is around us when we're drunk, he's all sober and he's all fucking eagle-eyed and he remembers every detail. Yeah, oh, I remember I we were in Omaha and uh, you guys were really wasted, but I wasn't on anything obviously mm-hmm. and uh ben just kept listening to the same rage against the machine song over and over again cool. <laughs> and, we, and then uh, the hotel asked us to uh please stop playing loud music because there are children asleep i don't remember that <laughs> i do well apparently they didn't want us to rage against the machine at that hilton hotel we've had that happen to us a couple of times do you remember i forgot what we were listening to i think it was waylon jennings and someone came and asked us to stop and we're like we're just a couple of senators coming up with the future of this country. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten into some trouble in hotels. But the thing is, you leave they they know it's forty eight hours tops where they have to deal with us. So they they're they're nice. Also, quick update. Remember to see Mandy. Kissel finally oh, yes. saw Mandy. Mandy, of course, the new Nicolas Cage film. It is phenomenal and you have to I- see it. Check it out. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm starting a change.org petition to get Cheezosaurus Rex replaced with the Cheddar Goblin. So no. crap. Fuck Cheezosaurus Rex. Fuck Cheezosaurus Rex. Rex can suck my dick. Cheddar Whoa. Goblin's a great, it's a great, great character. And Casper Kelly said a really funny thing uh, because he did an interview for Thrillist about Cheddar Goblin because when they were asked to put together the commercial and he said, I wanted to create a character that was almost the opposite of the Twix bunny. That was, he got all the mac and cheese because the whole thing is that in the, the plot, ah. technically the plot of the Cheddar Goblin commercial is that the Cheddar Goblin eats all the mac and cheese before the kids can get to it. <laughs> and then when they ask him for it, he vomits it oh, all over man. their fucking faces. I can't and wait. The kids are <laughs> Apparently the kids were just fucking screaming because yeah. that Shane that does who was operated the puppet like went to the kids being like y'all like mac and cheese <laughs> they're like yeah yeah he's like well you ain't gonna like it after this <laughs> and then he fucking sprayed him with macaroni and cheese for like three hours and they were still like yum yum like the kids were like of course really, like reeking of it. <laughs> That's where, that's where you're supposed to hurl up the mac and cheese, not in the back of an Uber. You're supposed to put it in a bowl so everyone can enjoy it. Yes, Cheddar Goblin's an amazing little scene in the, in the movie, Mandy. If you haven't had a chance yet, go out there and watch it. You will love it. It is a roller coaster ride. And I got to say, apparently, Nick Cage two years ago was offered to play the cult leader. They offered mm-hmm. him to play, be that role. And he said, no, he wants to be the hero. And thankfully, he held out long enough so he could be the hero. So He's the best actor that we have. I agree. If I could just get Nick Cage against Eddie Redmayne in a physical fight and watch him <laughs> drag that 
skinny, fucking long mouth, t- t- bass faced piece of shit, back and smashing him against walls, breaking his tiny legs. Woo! Oh, he was great as Stephen Hawking. He was wonderful. I will say, Whatever. if you if you like Mandy, you should check out. Uh, Panos Cosmatos' first movie, Beyond the Black Rainbow. It is like it's pretty righteous. It is like if Dennis from It's Always Sunny played the leader of an MK Ultra program. Yes, cool. yes. Like My boy, Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart sabor by texas pete adds authentic mexican flavor and their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub tell you what the other day i was having myself good old refried bean burrito and i wanted a little bit of kick to my morning so i got myself some chop texas pete sriracha sauce and i smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of chai and it started off my day correct texas pete sauce like you mean it visit texaspeet.com and use the store locator to find texas pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration and use the promo code podcast 24 for 20 percent off at texas pete the last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what's new. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay? Because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt. And not only are you going to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale entire series, clothes and non-clothes, what we also are going to offer, and I mean this, we're trying to get into draft rides. I brought this up the other day. We got to start riding other animals but horses. Take pictures of the horses. Photoshop the horses into other celebrities, but stop riding them. Save a horse. Ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. Hey. 
Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, and how best to take care of your plants. I love fast growing trees because i just moved here to los angeles i got a yard now and i'm doing all the landscaping myself i love working in my garden i love planting stuff i love growing stuff and the cool thing about fast growing trees that i really like is that they tell you exactly what type of growing zone you're in i'm in growing zone 10 and they can tell you exactly what type of trees or plants, or whatever you can put out in front of your house. Uh, I'm looking at the Norfolk Island pine tree. I'm looking at putting a little bit of red sister cordyline up in front of my fence. I think that'll the red will really pop nice. And maybe for the backyard, I got an extra planter that I might put a pl- Satsuma plum tree in. And these prices are reasonable. They're reasonable if you've ever been to a nursery. But right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Dun, 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 dun. It's sports. Prize picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor, oh, it's eaten up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah! Toss that rock! Come on, guys! Yeah, pass it around. Get on the excitement with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops or earring hoops, you're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Price Picks with little as four correct picks. Conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Basket. Price Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine Bobby Bonilla played basketball? Woo-wee, dog! Then it would be more like baseball, but Bobby Bonilla would still be crushing it in the contract game. Woo! The deadliest game of all. Download the app today. And use code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. It's also very, um, I will say that one's a little style over substance. Oh, yeah. But if you're whipping fucking bongs and you're locked in, you will love it. But there's certain movies. There's like another movie that's very similar to that called Enter the Void yes. that is like that. Have you seen Enter the Void? Yeah, it, I mean, it's very. It's just all trippy shit just for like two hours. I think but I've Enter- seen it, and that's all I remember. 
It's pretty sweet because it like someone recommended me like they're like get as fucked up as possible and watch it. So I sat, I ate a Xanax, I drank, a, I smoked a joint, and I dr- was like sick and sucking on scotch while watching it. It's very relaxing. I mean, but I part will of- say no one has to tell you to get like really messed up and watch the movie. Just assume that he's going to, folks. We can't have Henry be like, "Oh, now it's a challenge." You're already gonna do it. You'd get fucked up to watch like the Joy Luck Club. Like it, it doesn't I matter don't what it is. Why anymore. not? I'm trying to like mix it up. Where it's like we went to see White Boy Rick yesterday, and I'm like, we smoked a little bit, but I was like, this is not really a. I don't need to eat a pile of edibles before watching this. No. And then it, the movie was fine. Okay. All right. Well, let's do another news story here. Henry, do you want to take this one or should I do? I want to do the the one with the uh, the fellow who was just found. He was murdered 40 years ago, and they just found him because there was a seed in his tummy, and it grew into a tree. So a, mur- a murdered man's body was found after a tree, unusual for the area, grew from seed in his stomach. Uh, a missing man who was murdered more than 40 years ago has been found after a seed from a fig in his stomach grew Ooh. into a tree. Huh. That sounds like a fucking folklore. It that really like is. A, a, like a Nazi. Well, this story is like a throwback. I know he was he was killed 40 years ago, but it seems like it could have happened during biblical times. The man's name is Hamet Hergun, and I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. And he yes. was killed in, during the conflict between the Greek Cypriots, the Greek Cypriots, and the Turkish Cypriots in 1960. 19- 74 and his body remained undiscovered for years. I think this is like this is a pretty cool human. This is a grave. It's like the greatest grave you could ask for. Oh, Cypriot means they're from Cyprus. Oh, okay, cool. I thought it was a type of robot. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds like because it. Because I don't I don't know, man. I just don't know anything. Uh, incredibly, the dead man has been taken into a cave with two others, and both of them have been killed by dynamite that was thrown in after them. Fuck. Um, wow. Yet the dynamite also blew a hole in the side of the cave, allowing light to flood into the darkened interior, which in turn allowed the fig tree to grow from the man's body. That's fucking metal, dude. Pretty awesome, yeah. I'd eat one of them figs. Of course. I'd eat one of them body figs. Well, I mean, that's the thing. So it grew, a fig tree grew out of this man. Is that correct? Yes. And so there are actually figs on this tree that you could nipple on. Absolutely. I think it's actually, and you'll, you'll see, there's some of these that I think that are actually probably pretty, like, thick. They're probably pretty big because the human yeah. body actually grows. Because if you, are, if you take our bodies and bury them out uh, in a field, and our shit, too, our shit makes shit grow things, like, really big. Like, I was watching this, um, this one show called Amazing Interiors on Netflix in order to shut out all the noise in my brain. <laughs> and a part of what they did is they had a, um, a garden that completely worked on their shit. Like it was a to- it was a really? house that completely was sustainable within this family because it was a it was a house within a giant uh, greenhouse. Really? And so, but they used their Duke water to grow their vegetables, and the Duke water made the eggplants all big. Really? And the tomatoes were really big and thick and ripe. I don't know how it goes from shit water to big tomatoes because right. Natalie and I just killed a cactus, so I'm not really sure. How to grow and process yeah, goes, I but apparently know. our shit does a lot of fun stuff. I understand. That's nature. That's natural, and it's wonderful and healthy. For me, it would still kind of creep me out a little bit if I knew that it was my dung, my crap that is being used to make the carrot that I, well, I don't really eat that many carrots, but if I did eat a carrot, I, I just don't, but what's the difference if it's horse or somebody else or a cow, cow patty or cow manure? I don't know. It just seems kind of weird to me. 
if it was Alexandra Daddario's shit garden, I'd be fine with it. Sure. But if it's yours, right. I'm not going to have anything from it. Like, yeah. even if it's the big, most like succulent looking zucchini in the world, mm-hmm. I'm just not going to have it because I know what goes into your body. Just the world's most toxic strawberries. The ones that are like, there's like somehow alcohol content in these strawberries. That would be incredible. These- Honestly, you take all you shit, right? And you grow all the stuff, and then all the vegetables are just a half old trapper. <laughs> the best beef jerky in the world. So this fella's, uh, yeah, it really is. This fella's sister, his sister was, she's 87 years old. Her name is Mirnir Hirgnir. And she said, we <laughs> used to live in a. Perfectly done. I don't know. <laughs> Mirnir Hirgnir? No, yes, it's Mirnir Hirgnir. <laughs> I don't know. But she said, (laughs) we used to live in a village with a population of 4,000, half Greek, half Turkish. In 1974, the disturbance began. My brother Amat joined the Turkish Resistance Organization, also known as the TMT. On June 10th, the Greeks took him away. For years, they searched for his body. I just did not realize that the Greeks and the Turkish were fighting in 1974 in like what seems to be, again, just a very old time. It seems very old timey to me. Okay, the tree was spotted. Now, this is the fig tree. It was spotted in 2011 by a researcher who was curious as to how the tree had ended up in a cave and especially in a mountainous area that where they're not usually found. So it's pretty cool that they were able to find this guy. And uh, of the total of 122, or there, there was 1,222 excavations. They've been carried out in the island so far, and the remains have been found of about 26%. Uh, and remains have been found in about 26% of those excavations. So it seems like they killed a lot of people and, and put them all in the caves. And this one just happened to uh, have a fig tree grow out of them. Kind of cool. I want them figs. Of course. I think that's a Sell great the way. Figs. It is a cool way to live forever. If you eat a seed and then you're buried just below ground and then you can become a tree and then everyone has to eat parts of your body and stuff. I think there's something really sort of uh it's like reincarnation. I would like to come we, back as a tree. We a big, did tall have tree, to like an ant. We did that we did that for my grandfather and then um the uh tree just died. <laughs> So it was like um, it was a really nice tree, but then I guess my my parents planted it all wrong. Oh so no! So it grew sideways, and then it had some pressure against the wall because my family's house, my mom and dad's house, is right up against the wall of my high school. Okay, and those fucking pieces of shit at the high school, they're yeah. like they get all mad about. It. They wanted to cut. They first were like, "You need to cut down your grandfather's tree," Uh-oh. because it was leaning over the wall. To but their side. Usually and when someone just, says grandfather's tree, they mean tree in your grandfather's yard. But this was your actual grandfather in the tree. Yeah, in it was tree. the tree. Okay. So they were like, um, you guys need to take a tree down. And I was like, are we going to, do you want to start this fucking war? Like you want to see how extreme right. we all can get? You want to push the Zabrowskis into a corner when there's no way to turn around? What's going to happen when you get a Zabrowski in a corner? Right. <laughs> you're like, uh, oh my, you're like, uh, what's the name of that awesome Instagram dog? <laughs> Mr. Bubs. You're like Mr. Bubs in a corner. I love Mr. Yeah, Bubs. I have like Mr. Bubs. But then um, it just died on its own. So uh, now, um, so they have to, and you know how much they charge to fucking take it down? How much? Like 1500 bucks. That's a hell of a lot of money to, t- to take down a dead tree. Yeah. They charged you? Well, it will get to me. 
Uh, naturally, I'm sure it's still looming in the. Uh, it's it's one of those we'll get to it payments. I'm sure. Well, that's what they're saying. Well, no, that's they they're just waiting to do it because the, it's still my grandfather's tree, so they don't really want to. They oh, don't, they're not relishing taking it down. It's still there. Yeah, it's dead and it's just standing up. So we died twice. Yes. Interesting. So I think that's, that's technically that means I think his spirit is in hell now. I think is that what that means? Is that if you're if the yeah. one thing that's supposed to keep you immortal then right. dies and then you're now again a part of the void. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't picture a ghost rider having the Zabrowski body. I think that that whole franchise would be much funnier if it did have a Zabrowski body for Ghost Rider. But it's possible your be. grandfather is now a demon working in hell for the devil. Chubby Ghost Rider would be incredible. <laughs> just like not being able to, it's like, because the best part, man, pierogies, when they go in, they always become pan fried. Ooh. And so you good. can make yourself feel good by ordering them steamed, you know, because then you're like taking some of the fat out of it. Right. But then you have to put it through the flames to get it into your skull face. Yeah. And you get that crispy bottom. Couldn't eat sushi, though, which is kind of sad. Um, all right. It always becomes cooked. All right. Let's do this story on Beyonce. This was a kind of a crazy story. Did you see this one, Henry? So what is this? So Beyonce's ex-drummer, she has filed a restraining order alleging extreme witchcraft. Kimberly Thompson. Cool. Yeah. Kimberly Thompson reportedly claims that she suffered from Beyonce's magic spells of sexual <laughs> molestation and that Beyonce murdered my pet kitten. Kimberly Thompson says Beyonce Kimberly Thompson filed for a civil harassment restraining order against Beyonce and court records viewed by Pitchfork confirm according to the documents obtained by The Blast Thompson alleges that Beyonce is practicing extreme witchcraft and magic spells of sexual molestation to harass her and the only I don't know what a magic spell of sexual molestation is she's not saying that Beyonce sexually um did anything to her she's saying the spells are 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 doing that, which I don't firmly understand, but maybe you can uh, enlighten me a little bit on that. And they're harassing her, and among other allegations, again, she says she murdered her pet kitten. And that's, of course, very sad. I mean, it's Bay. It's Bay. And if... If Bay's gonna murder your kitten, I know how many how many people on Instagram right now will be like, "Me first, kill my kitten." Oh yeah, look, kitten got bayed. It's Bay. Hashtag Bay. Yeah, hey, thank you. Um, but I uh, don't know if she did that in real I, life. I don't think that she killed this woman's kitten. How would be also? Why is this woman? Is Beyonce like going to her apartment? Do you need a restraining order against Beyonce? I think Beyonce I mean, is quite busy. I think she's got a lot of security. I don't think she is really stalking a lot of people because there would be I'll an tell you entourage what, of people in the bushes around her. My active uh, restraining order against Al Pacino has worked so far. <laughs> um, he's not approached me. He's not really? tried to approach me. I, I, so that has been working. That's so. Th- you did that with Steven Spielberg, also, didn't you? And like all, absolutely yeah. all the big directors, because I can't be molested anymore. Right. All right. Because right. I'm not. I'm not allowing it. I don't care how many parts it'll give me and how much fame and power. Wink, wink, wink. Reverse psychology. I see. I'll take it. I'll take all your sucks and your licks. Come on, Steven Spielberg. Uh-huh. I'm good for it. You yeah. know I got that snapping butt pussy. Oh my goodness. Come on, give goodness. it to me, Spielberg. Well, no, there. I think that maybe it's possible. That they had some kind of like fun sexual pre-show 
thing. I don't okay. know. I don't know. Maybe she likes walking around nude. I mean, again, this is all deep into my fantasies of all the dancers <laughs> and all them walking around nude and like, and that's what they do. They're all like slapping and tickling each other and well, pinching each other before going on stage, which yes. I know is not how most performers no, warm up. It's not it's the shower scene it. in Porky's. It is not the but shower it, scene in Porky's. They are warming up for a, it's a physical feat and they have to sing and dance for hours. I don't think they just tickle each other. Well, I feel like if anybody saw our pre-show warm up and saw that we like to play that game where I throw a peanut M&M and you try to catch it between your dick and your balls, <laughs> like if, if they saw that, they, they would at first be well, like, what is happening here? But, but we'd be like, this is how we uh-huh. stay connected and show each other we got each other's back on stage. Well, obviously we don't do that, but I would be very impressed if I could. That, that, do you think you could? No, I don't. No, how is that even remotely close to possible? Your balls are sticky as it is, right? Uh. Not to be fully graphic, but I feel like you just if you threw a peanut M&M just at my balls, they'd stick. Uh, it depends on the day, I guess, and where you are. I mean, that depends on the day and the climate as well. We're going to be in Austin soon, so. If you're going to try it, try it there. Records viewed by Pitchfork <laughs> show that Thompson had a request for a temporary restraining order denied by Los mm. Angeles Superior Court on September 19th, and there is currently a restraining order hearing scheduled for October 11th. So it seems like the courts aren't really buying the fact that Beyonce is stalking this woman with, with sex magic, I guess. I'll tell you what, if the Bayhive comes searching for you for any sort of security measure, some sort of deep sorcery, then they are doing it for the proper reason. Bay all the way, hashtag Bay lives love bay go in there i'm for i'm sorry you're a part of her apocalyptic message to the universe i love it and this is just a little side note kimberly thompson again the ex-drummer for beyonce she also played drums in fred armison's band and uh, fred armison led this band for the late night with seth meyers program so she was the drummer on the late night with seth meyers program pretty good career for a drummer that i've never heard of until she sued for uh, a restraining order against beyonce but honestly, and he's actually more of the creep from what I've heard. I don't know. All right. Well, let's According see. According to blind items. I see. See, that's the thing. Outside of page seven, I still will read the blind items. But there is a precedent for this. I don't know if you guys remember, Azealia Banks uh, posted some videos of her practicing uh, brujaria, uh, which is like Spanish witchcraft, Okay, where she was mutilating chickens in her closet. Really? And uh, you, do you Hell remember yeah. this at all? No, I don't, I don't really no. even know who Azealia Banks is. Because well, she's I no am, Beyonce, but she's... She's a musician. She's a musician, yeah, yeah. But okay. she uh, she had all these video, or these uh, pictures of blood-stained walls in her closet where she would ch- kill chickens in her closet as really? a form of witchcraft. And uh, yeah. she is unrepentant, which is cool. Well, now she's just like, she- yeah, this is my shit. Why'd she do it in the closet? No, it's exactly what you do. It's a, it's a sacred space. Oh, Okay, interesting. I will say there's a lot of people being like sacrificing a chicken. How can you do that? But then we eat so many chickens uh, in this country. I mean, I guess if you're going to use it for spiritual reasons, uh, that's okay. I imagine this I is serious. If there's anybody that would be using, because that creates what would be called very strong magic. That when you fire a sigil, like I'm sorry, Kissel, mm-hmm. like just so part of this. What like when I if I come to fire a sigil, oh, right? My technically, it's effective. But it's not as effective as the old ways. So there's a part of it where, in true Bruharia style, like if you really want to get something done, blood right. spilled is really the way to get it done. I which see. Which is a part of what happened with the story of um, the Marlon Brando movie. Apocalypse Now? 
No, not Apocalypse Now. Um, the Island of Dr. Moreau. There's a documentary about the making Great, of that film. yeah. And in order to secure the success of that film, in order for him getting it, the director <laughs> of the movie went sort of insane. Yeah. But he paid, he paid a warlock, he paid a shaman to do a full-on blood ritual for its success. But the right. problem is that if you don't do it specifically enough, you're going to create a lot of fucking problems for yourself. Well, I think the, so, the biggest problem is if you don't have a script or uh, you know actors that really want to be there yeah. or give a shit about what they're doing, that's also going to make it a difficult movie to become successful. I think so. I think that's a problem. All of that has to come into place as well. Right. You can't just, it can't just come out of nowhere. Right. Magic is supposed to be for the, the increasing of achievable reality. But Bay, sorry, fucking, she's like a, a quadruple threat. Yeah. If she just a little bit of magic with it, I'm certain that will really boost her fucking numbers. She kept Jay-Z she in the fold. How much more? Can, she can't boost her numbers anymore. She's known all over the world, probably the galaxy even. Maybe she wants to be fucking president. Maybe. Maybe she's going to have to see a lot more blood. Oh, Because anybody goodness. that wants to be president has to preside over at least three toddlers getting their fucking dome split so all the senators are going to eat its fucking head and okay. fucking brains. Well, I don't remember that class in political science, but perhaps I skipped that day. I don't know. <sighs> you didn't Let- get the MFA. <laughs> What's MFA? I got my, my I just had my bachelor's. Yeah, you got to get the MFA. That's where you find all the cryptic uh, fucking secrets. I don't, you I know don't what? want to go back to school. There's a new uh, doc on Netflix that's doing this whole inside the Freemasons because it's Hmm. the 300th anniversary of the main temple in London. And it is very interesting. They're doing an unprecedented, transparent look inside of the – they go inside of the temple. They show you all this stuff, and it's just a bunch of goofy old men with aprons and medallions on. Uh And they're like – Oh, well, still the same thing going on in here. It's a bit of a life. We have a bit of a we have a bit of a yoke. And I'm just like, all right, sure. As you watch it, it's more and more like, look how fun and sweet and goofy it is, and it's right. not evil and fucking and cryptic and shit. And then you you're like, well, they still won't let us in on what the meetings are. We're not hearing what they're saying. We're just yeah, know that there are meetings. But I swear to God, man, the meetings are like, well, I think that we should switch to paper Dixie cups. We have to think no, about what plastic is doing for our environment. Like the meetings are true. just mundane. Horrible, like, and no more using two ply. Why would Grandmaster Mason level sixty four? Yes, <laughs> I do believe we should stop using straws because I don't know if any of you've seen those pictures of the turtles. Oh, terrible! And that's all they do. All right. Well, let's do. Do you want to do our final story, Henry? Yes. Okay. So now this dude, you might recognize him from the hit film. 40-year-old virgin, or from the hit television shows NYPD Blue and Scrubs. His name is Shelly Malal, and or, or Shelly Malil, I believe, and uh, he was sentenced to 12 years to life in 2010. He just got out of prison after only serving eight years. I guess he did great. I guess he was very well-behaved in prison. Maybe he put on bits. Maybe he put well, on skits, and they, and they took a lot of time off his sentence. But the How reason- much time that he – because I'll say this, right? Even mm-hmm. to, for me, from being in Wolf of Wall Street, I got free glasses one time from an optometrist. There's things <laughs> that you can get out of this scenario. So if well, he, he goes got into off. jail he got and he's literally, like – His sentence f- was 12 years to life. He got eight years. He did eight years. He got his he life. a hardcore crime, but a hardcore crime. But what's nice about that is it gets you respect in jail. And then you also, but you'd be able to tell all these stories about like Steve Carell. You think the stories – He was with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger would give you some prison clout, but do you really think you're in prison 
and they're like, we're about to do something horrible to you unless you tell us a story and you say, oh, this one time I met a comedian named Steve Carell. How is that going to help you survive prison? There's a thing called edging. That men do, where you just build yourself up to a froth because then what you do is if you want to let a guy fucking so as he's about to stick it in you being all riled up from hearing about Steve Carell oh, no. and then you can also say I also work with Ed Asner in the film uh. Perfect Game in 2000 and then he he's gonna have to come thinking about Ed Asner he doesn't oh, want that oh my goodness I thought you were talking about sticking a knife in him because we should not make jokes about those things there's a great documentary Surviving Prison by the way if you get a chance see it Danny Trejo's in it it's pretty great. Don't Danny- go to prison. Don't go, man. That's my thing. Is I'm trying to skip prison. Yeah, you know what? You know what, Henry? I don't know if a lot of the people have a choice. But uh, anyway, in the back back I to uh, Shelly Malil. Oh, man. Just... Just quickly, uh, so he did eight years out of his 12 years to life sentence. The only thing is he stabbed his then-girlfriend, her name is Kendra Beeb, 23 times. I'm going to say uh, eight years. She's, she was just on Good Morning America. Uh, she says she doesn't feel safe. I don't know if eight years was enough. And you know me. I'm like very sympathetic, very pro-prison reform. But 23 times? I can't even like – that's exercise. That's a lot of work. I couldn't even stab a steak 23 times, and I'm going to eat it you gotta be real mad i guess that's what i'm saying is you just got to be really very upset and i feel like he would probably have to show quite a bit of uh change right like he has to go to probably need to go to therapy you don't do a bunch of shit where you are pretty certain you're not gonna stab anybody again (laughs) no way as we learned you can't trust actors they're actors he's acting like he's reformed if this whole thing goes awry, there's going to be it's going to be riots in the streets. Well, you wait though, dude, because what'll happen is that he'll end up being he's going to be back at a movie immediately. It's possible, I suppose. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for uh, for listening to this week's side stories, and thanks for sending us uh, a lot of the links to the stories that we discussed today. You can always DM me on Instagram at Ben Kissel One. I get a lot of them, so I, I just try to thumb through whenever I can. So thank you all so much for that. Uh, yeah, and dude, send it to the email too, the last yes. podcast at work at gmail.com. That would be great. Send it to, you can also tweet at our accounts at LP on the left, at Instagram and all that shit to, to send us ideas for stories. We love it. And again, remember, man, like I'm loving now, which is great. You know, right. my life is good. I'm laughing and loving. I'm living all that stuff. Right. But if you're like, a lot of times, if you're just laughing and living, that means you've gone hopelessly insane. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't have the love in there and you are just laughing all day, that right. <laughs> where it sounds more like a cruel, primitive bark, I guess that's good because you're getting it out. Sure. You Whatever could be walking, you're doing. You could be walking Phoenix practicing for his new role in The Joker, which I got to say, I, I think kind of looks cool. He'll do, he's going to be good, and I love Walking Phoenix, man. Yeah. Awesome. I love Walking Phoenix. He's he's did so good. Oh, you're not really here. I believe. Oh it was yes, called. yeah. You're he's not, not really, really here. here. I'm not really here. here. Yeah. You're not there, and I'm not here. That was great. <laughs> it was yes. <laughs> Although I don't know if we know know the title, but yes, that was a great movie. Go on and watch that one. I'm just becoming my fucking mother. I'm every, becoming my father every it's, week. It's bad. Uh, hail yourselves, uh, everyone. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me, Mister. Thank you, Mister. Okay, is that is that a is that a cheddar goblin? I don't know, man. <laughs>
One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do if another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Oh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course, I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and you might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D.